What's up, all you schoolhouse motherfuckers? It is that time of the week again, bitch. It's another episode of Old School, New School Comedy Podcast. And I am your piece of shit host, Christy Miller. And this week, to go along with our Pride Month's... Uh, <laughs> to go along with our you know Pride what? That's Month... That's karma. Right? It That's is. That's karma for you. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck you, you queer. Is <laughs> <laughs> actually one of my favorite people. He's uh, He would be considered New School... Since uh, he's coming up in the tech age. He didn't start back in the stone age when I was starting out. And uh, he's very funny. He's got a great podcast. He's got a, this Thursday to kick off Pride Week, he is doing an LGBTQ 8675309 Carry the One Times Pie show, his Pride show at the stand at 8 p.m. And follow him on Insta Daddy. It's so Oscar, whatever the fuck. It's Oscar Aiden, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? Just I'm going to tell everybody I'm fucking straight. <laughs> they would not believe. Stevie Wonder could see how crooked you I are. I know, I know. Hello. How? Good night, people. Oh, I should bring out my uh, sound effects. <laughs> and that's it. Thank you for thank that's you for listening. That's our show, folks. Thank <laughs> you for listening. Have a great night. Tip your comic and enjoy your waitress. Yeah. That's hilarious. How are you, my dear? I'm exhausted. Uh, yeah. You know, I just bought a car, and so today was the first time we took it out okay. for a little spinzers. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, "Well, where should we go?" And you know, uh, where, where do you want to? Where do you want to go? And so uh, we looked at this place, this park in Brooklyn, and I was like, "Oh, this park has 1.4 thousand reviews, and it had." almost i think it's like five stars it was close to five star reviews okay wow and we get there and i'm like where the fuck is the park (laughs) and it's a playground and a baseball diamond field and i'm like what the fuck is this so then we drove from there to another park only to find out that they didn't allow dogs because my uh, boyfriend had his dog that he shares with his ex along. Mm-hmm. So then we left there and went to Manhattan Beach Park. And that was very nice. I liked that. Can I back up to the first park with the 1.4 thousand reviews? Did you read any of the reviews? No, I just... Exactly. The <laughs> but they're all almost five star. Yeah, but that's straight stroller jockey parks. Oh, yeah. That's but a stroller we jockey. We just wanted somewhere to be able to relax and get away. Yeah, well, not with stroller jockeys. Yeah. You know, that's it's a lot. I know. It's I said next much. time we're going to New Jersey. But yeah. he also he likes Far Rockaway. Far Rockaway's nice. I like Far Rockaway, but it's so far. Yeah, it's but it's 45 so far. minutes on the ferry, right? It's 45 minutes on the ferry. What's his name? Uh, hey oh, come on, it's Pride Month. We got to yeah. do the hack shit for But a it month. is actually it's a nice ferry ride, but if you get there at eight o'clock in the morning, yeah. If you get there at ten thirty, you're fucked. You're fucked because the line is down yeah. the block, and you're yeah. like, so last year what we did is I would take off time, mm-hmm. like on a, a Monday or a Friday, mm-hmm. and then we'd go then because it would be less busy on the ferry. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's nice. So what yeah. does that have to do with your stand-up? Da 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 da. You asked me how my day was. I'm telling you how my day was. That sounds lovely. Yeah, we're, it's, uh, you know, I want to do more road gigs. So I got a car, very cheap, 
And we're taking turns doing opposite side street parking. And I got to tell you, it has not been that bad. I did a live stream of my opposite side street parking the other day. And I was thoroughly enjoying myself. Oh, good. Yeah. I've never heard anybody live stream their opposite side parking, but that is a new show. That is a new show. Yeah. I will be live streaming my opposite side street parking this Thursday. As he's freezing to death with his cup of coffee, sitting in the car waiting for a spot to open. Like I said, girl. (laughs) (laughs) The AC will be on full blast. How fucking yes. How yes. I will burn a tank of gas to get a parking spot. Actually, it's supposed to be very nice. Is it, though? Yeah, it's supposed to be very nice this week. Oh, good. Well, they have to because it's gay pride. The the gods will part the skies, You know, let me tell you something. I got to say, knock on wood, you know, it's we've the gays have been lucky. Because every year on Gay Pride, usually the Sunday, yep. there is a chance of rain. You get a quick thunderstorm, and then a rainbow fucking appears, and all the queers are like, see? God's gay. Yeah. God is gay. <laughs> I really believe that. So, I know what my favorite joke is. Okay, but I didn't ask you that until the end, you fucking douche. I know, but I know okay, what good. it is now. Because it just hang reminded on to me. It. Yeah. Okay, hang on to that thing. Yeah. But uh, so so since you bought a car, that means I always tell it's an old joke with us, with us old school heads, like with a new Jack. I'm like, if you ain't got an act, buy a car. You'll go on the road <laughs> because every headliner doesn't drive. <laughs> no, they don't. No, we don't. I they used to. Don't. When I lived in California, I had a car. Yeah. But I live in New York City. I don't need a car. And then I just take the trains to the gigs or I have a, my opener drive me. Yeah. And that's the it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You'll work a lot more now that you have a car. I'm telling you. You think so? Oh, 100%. I don't care if you don't have an act. You will work a lot because you have a car. We don't care. We just need to get to the gig. I've been giving my <laughs> name. I've been telling comics. I'm like, hey, if you ever need someone, I have a car now. And they're like, okay, sure. I'm like, all right, well, I guess maybe I'm not that good. <laughs> like, Jesus. You said it. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, no, I think you're adorable on stage. I really do. You have a great personality on stage, and you're very sassy. Now, it's just developing who, like, if you were a sitcom, who is Oscar Aiden? You need to talk about that stuff. Yeah. And you'll and you'll. I think you have a, a lot of potential. I think you're funny naturally. Yeah. And you have a wonderful stage presence, and people love I've to watch you. I've been writing a lot. Good. That's I've wonderful. Been, I've been writing a lot, and that's the thing. It's like I really am enjoying writing. Right. Fantastic. Because that's it's, but I now look at it as an accomplishment because I'm very bad with follow through, uh-huh. and so I now have a way of like saying, okay, I've got to do these things every single day. And if I do at least seven out of 10 of them, mm-hmm. then I feel accomplished. That's great. Because then I'm like, oh, I'm going to pat myself on the back. Yeah. Because even though it, to other people like, what, that's it? But yeah, for someone who's is not good at follow through, who's not good at, you know, keeping on things, that is good for me. And also, why should, why should they care? Yeah, and also it's like it's none of your fucking business. Yeah. You're only competing with yourself. Right. Who gives a fuck what other people think? Yeah. And you have to find the formula that works for you, not read it in a book and try to mimic that. It's good to read to like learn other people's styles of how yeah. they write, but you got to like figure out, take what works for you and leave what doesn't aside, yeah. and then you create your own formula. That's no, it. And that's it. And that's the thing. It's like I'm trying to, you know, and it's weird because like, I find the most joy talking about 
everyday things that I like to bitch about. That's but perfect. I, but I tell you, I can't tell you. Well, I. I I can't tell you. I can tell you mm-hmm. how many managers and agents are like, oh, well, we just we need to know who you are. Exactly. So I said, if you were a sitcom, who would you be? Right. What character is, would you? I'd be the one who just bitches and complains about everything. Yeah, but that's not telling me who Oscar Aiden is. Right. But that's the thing. It's like by me, I did do a lot of who I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess. But here's the thing. I don't like talking about it. Okay. I don't like talking about, I try talking about like my youth and it just isn't something that I'm like, oh, But you don't have right. to though, because I don't. I don't talk about family or personal shit because I don't have any connection to it. Yeah. I don't care. So what and do you talk about? So I talk about me and my situations that I get myself into, like dating, you know, life, you know, pop culture, things yeah. that piss me off, things I love, yeah. and people I love, people I hate, yeah. and how it relates to me, but how my personal experience is with that stuff. So yeah. it is relatable, and it has a personal point of view to it, but you're also, how long have you been doing it now? Six years, you said? Uh, I started in 2015, okay. around there. Okay. And uh, I was doing like, you know, I was doing the uh, show at Stonewall with Chrissy Mayer. And then that ended uh, in 2016, I think. Okay. Yeah. And then I yeah, just, yeah. I just, I didn't do anything else. And then I started back up again in 2019. Okay. Yeah. So then I would say from 2019 till now, you've been doing it seriously. Yeah. I would erase the other. Don't oh, tell yeah. people you started in 2015. Yeah. And don't tie yourself to that person. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> you know, that's a shame. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's sad to see. I wonder, you know, I have a theory. And listen, you know, <clears throat> in her own right, she, whatever she went through to get her to where she is today, mm-hmm. I don't know. But she used to be one of the biggest proponents of like yeah, LGBTQ, uh-huh, yep. women's rights, yep. this and that. And then I wondered if what happened was is she just couldn't find her footing and then she found her footing and was like, oh, well, I'll just go with this. Yeah, she did it for the likes and the Twitter followers. Right. As opposed to that she, I don't believe she believes all that stuff. No, she doesn't. I think she does it for shock value. And what's sad is, yeah, she's you know got a lot of Twitter followers and she's working, but she's completely narrowed herself into this small little corner market that's not going to grow. Right. And it's sad because she just wasted all that hard work that she's done all these years. Right. But, you know, because she couldn't find herself, she doesn't know who she is, so she grabbled onto that because that was going viral. Hey, I'm going to jump on the viral bandwagon. Right. And, you know, good for her. You know, if you're making money, I, I don't... I don't hate any player in the game. Right. Anybody that makes it, I celebrate it. But it's... It's a shame that that's the road she took. Yeah, because she didn't have to. No. Yeah, but maybe she had to. Maybe yeah. she wasn't going to get it anywhere. Who yeah. knows? We don't know. But I just, you know, because she's genuinely, if you take all that away, as a person, she's a very one. She's a wonderful person. She's a nice girl. Yeah. Yeah, she's a very and, nice and girl. Her, and her uh, boyfriend, I think now husband, yes. Frank, just would he's, always put me on shows. Yeah, he's he's a sweetheart. Like he when my Both album of them. When my album came out, Frank messaged me. He goes, hey, girl, do you want to come do Chrissy's show? on compound and i was like and it's and the worst part is it's the one day a week i actually work yeah and where i stack clients and and make money and then the rest of the week i'm free and it was the you know she does monday nights and i'm like i can't turn down money right now you know and yeah and i was like god frank i can't that's the one night i cannot do right and i felt bad but at the same time it's like you know 
and it was sweet of him to reach out because he's a nice dude and, yeah. and she's a nice girl. I just think she's a little caught up in the Kool Aid. And the thing is, is that I, she's and I don't want to reach- talk bad about her. I no, don't. And here's the thing: it's that you know I whatever she's doing as long as she's happy and successful yep, exactly. in her own road then yeah. that's fine honey do you i just i miss the old yeah. chrissy mayer because mm-hmm. right now she would have been doing gay pride at yep. stonewall and it would have been fucking fabulous it would have been amazing yeah. it would have been off the charts yeah so anyway but uh enough about her yeah this is saying about her <laughs> right but it was uh and then but yeah that's how i kind of yeah but yeah he, yeah but that, but that's great though, because that that you know Stonewall is such a fun place to perform, and it is, it is a it is a wonderful place. But you know, it is hard to pack sometimes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like I've done the last time I did anything down there was at the Duplex, and Dana Friedman put on puts on a show called Queer Nicopia. Yeah. And she asked me to headline it. She goes, "You're an ally. We want you to headline it." I'm like, "Uh, yeah. Hello, that's my peoples." And it was like a very, and the i the audience was very heavily trans and non-binary and very Jewish, like from the JCC, because Dana's very involved right. in her community, which is adorable. And I right. love me some Dana Friedman. I think she is a riot. She is so smart and clever. And so she had me host a, a headliner show and I had, and I was like, I'm not sure how they're going to react to my pronouns and my gay superheroes yeah. bit. They ate it up. And this, the biggest honor for me was this trans girl around 30 came up to me after the show. She goes, Oh my God, I love you. You're so amazing. I'm like, Oh, thank you. And she goes, your pronouns bit about the days is like, can I use that to explain to my straight friends what it means? Cause it was so funny. And I said, girl, I would be honored if yeah. you used my bit to explain to your friends. Yeah. I'm like, that touched me so deep. Like, yeah. and, and it, not a lot touches you. Nothing touches me. Yeah. Don't touch me. I'm Di- I'm Diana Ross. <laughs> Reach nothing, out and touch. Don't touch nothing, me. Nothing Somebody touches. <laughs> nothing touches Chris. Too. Actually, something does now. So, uh, yes, Queen. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I want to see a picture. I'll show you after the show. Oh, okay. He's a lieutenant with the FDNY. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we met nine years ago and it was just oh, bad timing okay and we dated for like two three months whatever it was it was and then he just couldn't handle it because he was going through a lot i mean like some horrible shit yeah and i knew what it was when he disappeared i knew what he was going through he just couldn't handle it. he's not yeah. one to you know firemen not the most emotionally in control right. people right and uh and then like the you know he's always kept in touch but i've always ignored it yeah and then he got really you know, from Christmas on, he got more persistent until like Valentine's Day. He was like up my ass. And then we finally hung out like a mu- I went to Nashville and then came back. And then I did had some other shows and stuff and didn't have time. And then at uh, the beginning, like the end of March, beginning of April, like right after my album came out, literally like we he just showed up at the gym. He goes, we're going like I'm here. What? And then we've been together ever since. Really? Yeah. So, oh, I know. I'll wow. tell you all about it later. But anyway, so enough by about way, that. What? Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. By the way, real quick, um, I just want all the listeners to know that Christy did my podcast. Yes, in my apartment, which was f- so fun. Which was so fun, and I got a lot of messages about it. Aww. And uh, 
They loved the ghost part. Oh, I'm sure. People love paranormal stuff. They loved the ghost part. Of course. And honestly, can I tell you, ever since then, I've been able to... I don't know about then, but... I've been able to sleep a little bit easier. Also, I moved my bed. Yeah, and that has a lot to do with energy. Yeah, so I took my bed away from facing the TV, and now it faces the, the door. door. Perfect. So it's more... Perfect. The energy flows. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. So I feel like... And I leave my window open a little bit. Yeah. So I feel like everything kind of just yes. flows a little bit easier now. Yes. So nothing is just Nothing's stuck. blocked. Yeah. Right. Because you can block energy like that. It's like yeah. everything's made up of energy. We're all right. energy. So, yeah. No, that's awesome. No, that was fun. You were like, I don't think to talk to. <laughs> yeah. She, Christy saw. She didn't saw. She didn't see. She felt an energy, a man there. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, he died how did here. You know, how did you know it was a man? Just the energy. I feel it. Really? Yeah. And how I feel it, I, could, I see how I'm feeling. And it shows in my head, it'll show me, um, you know, like a figure or a description. And so I just describe it. That's how mm. I see it. But I feel it. And I knew mm. he had died there. So you said the guy died outside the building. No. There was a guy who passed away in above me. Okay. Because somebody in died in that building. That guy died in the building. That's all yes, I know. Someone passed away in front of me. but uh, 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 Above you. Uh, above me. But that was... Years, like maybe 15, 20. No, that's fine. That's got to be a 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, but that's fine. It could still be around. I have in my apartment, there's ghosts from like the early 1900s. All right, little technical difficulties. My oh, battery ran dry, like my pussy. That's disgusting. And of course, we're talking about ghosts, so it died. Oh, I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Remember when the three cameras went out when we yes. were doing yours? Has it gone out since? No. Yeah. Didn't go out. Mm -mm. Just me. That is so weird. Mm -hmm. That is so weird. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because Christy helped me talk through some of my stuff that with my aunt. But yeah, yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, it was really nice. It was I, very touching, and we yeah. bonded. Ew. I know. Uh, I know. I now know. we're bonded. We're I gay know. bonds. I know. You know, I still, I, I, I believe she has, but I guess you know. Can I just say something? Of course. I believe she has, but I just. I feel like I haven't gotten the right sign that my aunt is okay. Like, I feel like she's probably given me some signs, but I don't know. Is that, Just, I, no, is that weird? No, that's, that's human. Okay. That's totally human because we think signs are supposed to be a certain thing. Yeah. When there really can be anything. Yeah. And I get weird signs about my mom. Like when she passed last year, yeah. I had weird signs, but it was like, wow, that's mom. And I could feel it. Like, you'll feel it. You'll just know. It's not like you're going to, oh, that's my aunt right there. It's just like, it's going to be this like feeling like, oh, there she is. And oh, it's yeah, just. I haven't had that. Yeah, you will. You just, I think you're just a little closed off to that. You know, you're very like skeptical and more in a logical sense. Like this doesn't no, make I've sense. Not, I've, I've been trying to be more open. Yeah. Just do you meditate? No. You should meditate even five minutes a day. Mm. And that'll help you and just really let your mind go. Like do like a meditation app or something and just yeah. just open up. And that will help you out because that'll help you get out of here because we're yeah. always in our head. Yeah. We got to get in our gut. Yeah. But um, But no, it was awesome. Yeah. That was fun. So uh, I guess you have to, I guess I have to get more gigs so you can open for me with your new car. Huh? Ooh. <laughs> oh my God, we'll have so much fun. Oh, I can't. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, 
So uh, two queers on it. I know two, two cocksuckers. <laughs> two, que- two queens. On a- <laughs> <laughs> two queens in a car. <laughs> two queens. Yeah. Oh god. In a caddy. That would be caddy hol- queens. Oh, we are. Ah, that's our oh show. Oh my god. That's our I show. Love that caddy queens. <laughs> we need to do this show, girl. Oh my god. Oh my god. That'd be hilarious. Yes. Uh, let's let's book it like some really divey gay places oh and be caddy god. queens. <laughs> and we'll be the caddy queens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that should be our podcast. <laughs> and we just sit in the podcast in the Cadillac, and we just do two. Yeah, we'll, we'll put the phone up as a as a, uh, a a video, and we'll plug in, and we'll just record the podcast while we drive. Oh, that's interesting, right? That's mm. kind of fun. Oh, new podcast coming mm. soon, ladies mm. and gentlemen. Mm. You heard it here first on yeah. Old School New School Comedy. No, don't. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> so with your comedy, yeah, and now you do a lot with the stand. Yeah, like are you? Are you a paid regular there? Or are mm-hmm. you? Yeah, oh, that's I'm doing fantastic. a lot of I'm doing a lot of hosting because I noticed that in a lot of the clubs, to get in you got to host. Right. They want you to be able to host. Yes. So I've been hosting a lot. Okay. And it is amazing, and I love it. But it also can be a detriment because you don't really get to work on a lot of the material. No, you don't. So I- you have to constantly like figure out a way to throw in a new joke. You know, when you get more, when you get stronger at that, you'll find it. Yeah. And hosting, like uh, back in the day at the comedy store, Mitzi would have me host Potluck every Sunday from seven to ten. Yeah. So like the first, oh my God, yeah, that's a long. Time. It's a long time, but it's fun, and it, but it'll it'll put it'll grow hair on your chest, man. That'll make you a fucking comic. Yeah. So from seven to eight, it's the open mic. It's the Potluck. So from seven to eight, there's probably maybe one audience member, if any, and you run the open mic and the open micers had to sign up. At the time, it was a sign up sheet. Now yeah. it's a lottery. They've yeah. changed it since I've left. And at the time, it was a sign up sheet, first come, first serve. And then we do the, everybody had three minutes and there was 20 open micers. So that's an hour. So you're not doing time. You're bringing them up. So I would make it like American Idol. And if there was anybody in the audience, I'd make them judge. We made it fun. Like I made it fun because I knew how hard it was starting out doing open mics in in an empty room. It's hard. So I would try to make it fun. And the comics always, we love when you host Potluck because it's actually, you actually make it fun for us and make us feel wanted. And I say, yeah, I want you here so I can make fun of you. Of course, darling. So then from eight to nine was the employee comics. So the people that did the door, the doorman, the the cover booth, the phone guys, all those guys it, uh, would go up and they, they do their six minutes. And then from nine to 10 was Mitzi's showcases. So you'd have to bring up her showcases if she was in. And then as her years went on, she was too sick to come in anymore. So that just kind of became another hour of employees or whatever. And then at 10 o'clock, when the time shifts over, that's when you do your 10 minute set. So you're on stage for three hours before you go into a set. The lights dim, like the lights go out and it's just the lights of the names on the wall and it's dark. And then you do 10 minutes. And then that's how you start the pop-ins part of the show where the paid regulars come in, first come, first serve, celebrities bump everybody kind of thing. So I'd be on stage every Sunday for three hours hosting and then do a set and then turn it over to the MC for that. And then I got to go home, which was great because I was done at 1010. Yeah. It was perfect. But the thing with hosting, it's a lot of crowd work. You're working the room, so the material, but it's a good way to 
find your ground and test your improv and your yeah. gut skills and then let things come out yeah. and create. So I would literally do all my writing and tie it out on Sundays in between and yeah. I would test it in between and test yeah. things and then things would grow. But like a lot of like, you know, when you host, do that. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I actually I need to start doing that. Introduce one start, new joke. Yeah. It, and if you do, you get them on your side, like do something where it'll lead into a bit. Yeah. And then you could do a bit and then you can do another piece of crowd work or work yeah. the room yeah. and do it that way. So maybe in that 10 minutes, you worked in one or two new jokes yeah. and you go, oh, that worked good. Okay, let's add that to the roster. And all of right. a sudden in a month, you'll have five, a solid five of material to add to the crowd work. Right. And then it'll just keep growing. Because yeah, I, I, my goal is that I, I it's, a, it's a you know very light goal, but my goal is that I always like to try and have a, a new 10 to 15 minutes every three to six months. That's hard to do, yeah. especially at four years in, like solid four. But I try, I push. Good. And I that's don't, only because make you thing. better, honey. I hate, I'm, I, I, A, I've forgotten a lot of my jokes because I don't tell them anymore. Mm -hmm. And so like, because I keep doing newer jokes that I like. So I, cause I, I'm, I'm tired. I'm done talking about the boyfriend. Like I have my boyfriend material. I'm done talking about that. Okay. Then I, you know, I was doing some other material and I was like, mm -hmm. all right, I'm done talking about that. Now I'm doing this material. Of course. And I like this material. And I think for me, what it does is it helps me build up to that. Yeah. 30, 45 yeah, 100%. minutes. A hundred percent. That's yeah. how you do it. So now yeah. you got the boyfriend material that's stock. Yeah. Was that like five minutes? 10 that's minutes? That's about 10 to 15. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. And then you have this other material stocked. Right. And then try to go out and try it one night when you do a set. Do, don't do crowd work. Yeah. Do straight material yeah. and see how it goes and see how it feels. Time it out. Yeah. Do you record everything? I try to. Even like audio on the phone? Yes, I try to. Okay. Don't try. Just do it. Okay. Because even if it's a bomb set and it sucked or the, it was just a, a not a good night, it doesn't matter. You can always delete it. Because I'd love to know that, like, I would, I, I, uh, there are times when I'm like, okay, uh, uh, if I can get a 20-minute set somewhere, mm -hmm. as long, if I know that I can do 20 minutes, yeah. then I'm like, oh, okay. Then I'm yeah. good. I'm good for at least a 30-minute, 45, like a 30-minute feature spot. Good. Good. You know? As you should be. Yeah. You should be able to do that. And with, uh, you know, it's when you have 20, 30, like when I did my album, I had the whole night. Yeah. It didn't matter. But I didn't want to go over an hour. I did an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And just knowing I had that time and it's just to relax. Mm-hmm. And pace yourself. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the laughs. And that's how you milk a fucking joke, honey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's how you milk your time. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of comics I see, like I did a gig upstate last weekend, and the host literally, like a fucking machine gun. I'm like, nobody can hear what you're saying. Nobody can understand you. She bombed like fucking Pearl Harbor. It was terrible. And it's like, you slow down. Take a breath. I, uh, I did a show... Uh, recently uh not like about a month ago mm -hmm. and um this person hosted and it was it was exhausting because then what happened is i had to go up and i had to pull the audience oh so that's the worst i because i'm bullet and i was bullet so i had to pull the audience because this person couldn't host yeah and so now I'm wasting now my you're hosting. Now I'm hosting. So well, all the material that I <laughs> right, all the material that I wanted to do, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. new material yep. was wasted. I couldn't do it because I had to pull them. Yeah, and what's 
that happens to me a lot in the city. Yeah. And your show is only as strong as your host. Yeah. And if your host sucks, then I'm sitting here with a shovel digging graves, like yeah. digging people out of a grave. And it's hard. It's like, I go, why do I have to fix the room so everybody else can skate? Right. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, when the comics get on stage, no matter where the, whether I'm at, like, you mm-hmm. know, at yeah. the stand or wherever, you know, if I'm hosting, I will do my damnedest to get that room as much prepared as possible even if they're tight i'll do as best as i can but i'll let the comics know i'll be like listen i did i did my best i tried to get them and you know and and they understand it yeah we do because we know we know who's working hard right and really trying and 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 has the show at heart right versus someone who just doesn't know what they're doing and they're spiraling they think oh you ask people where they're from and what do they do for a living Uh, and i watched one night I was at a, a club downtown, and uh, the host literally, she did no jokes. She's like, hi, where are you from? Oh, what do you do? Okay, and where are you from? The whole 10 minutes, and I was just like, uh-huh. trying. I was just sucking on the head of a barrel of a shotgun, <laughs> waiting for someone to pull the trigger and blow my brains out. I'll go, okay, so they didn't host, so I'm host, because I am I love the bullet spot. Yeah. A, because I get done, and I'm out of there. I like and, mid-spot. No, I like bullet, because they're fresh. They're not bitter. Here's the thing, though. You, that's a you take it with. The, uh, now, yeah. Here's the thing. There's the it's there's <laughs> the, the pros and cons. Yes, of course. The pros is if you have a good host, that bullet spot is amazing. Yes. If you have a bad host, that yes. bullet spot is death. awful. It's death. Because now you're the host. Yeah. Well, that's, so that's how that's I look why at I'm it. Like now, people have been asking. They're like, "Oh, do you want to go bullet?" And I'm like, "No, I don't want to go bullet." No, you I'm say, sorry. "Do you want to go bullet?" Who's hosting? Now, I try not to do that because I'm, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, you know, I get nervous about that. So I just say, uh, I look, I, cause I always check and see who's hosting. Yeah. And good. then I'm like, oh, you know, uh, uh, no, I'm not going to go bullet. But even then i now I'm like, I'd like to go second or third. And if they, cause they'll ask me, they're like, do you have any preference in the lineup? Yes. I'd like to go third. Yeah. That's good. Because I don't want to go. I, I, I hate bullet spots. And I've done shows where I'm the last and people are drained. Oh, I unless there's only like five comics. Yeah. Like Friday night I had closed the show, the midnight show. And the three comics before me, that's thirty minutes. Thirty minutes of silence before I went up. And I'm like, oh, I'm exhausted. It's one ten. I don't like these people are just dead. Like they've just been beaten. And I went up and I had a blast, Yeah. but they were so tired and they were with me where there was one girl in the, in the front stage, right? She was laughing and shaking, but nothing was coming out. Yeah. But like you could see, she's like shaking and laughing. And it was so funny that she, not a peep was coming out, but right. she couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. And then the girl in the front, she was cute and, and kind of like that, but they were with me and we had a great time, but it's like I felt so bad because these poor audiences are being beaten down. Right. And then you got to go shovel. I'm like, I'm going to shovel a grave at the end of the night. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> these people want to go home. Oh, yeah. These people want to go home. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just. And, and the thing is, though, is that like I. Uh, well, we'll talk about it after the show. Okay. 
Yeah. But it's uh, something I always, where I feel like I used to get mm-hmm. a lot of spots. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, but I got consistent. Consistent. And yeah. then all of a sudden it just went. Yeah, it does that. It's feast or famine. I, for a long time, I was working three, four, five nights, you know, easy. Now I'm like, I have one spot this week. Okay. Yeah. Like this week I have, I'm headlining a gay pride event on the 22nd for the gay and sober uh, uh, nonprofit. Oh, the that's w- the one that you asked me if I wanted to do. I didn't ask if you wanted to do it. You asked me if you could open. I said, I don't know. I think I'm just the only one. Oh, and then we talked and I said, yeah. oh, I can't do it. Yeah, but I am not booking it. Oh, I thought you... Oh, no, yeah, I got hired by the nonprofit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We talked about it on yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, know, you, you asked, do you need an opener? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And I'm like, well, yeah, because I I would enjoy opening. Yeah, well, I, I have a whole choreographed um, ballroom opening that I've got choreographed. Oh, God. It's going to be hilarious. What's the next question? <laughs> but what I'm saying is... It's, it's, it's feast or famine with spots yeah. and don't take anything personal. Yeah. Like you can't, if you do people, that's what's going to make you go crazy. Yeah. And I always tell young comics too, in that sense, you know, find, you know, create your own path, but yeah. also take the spots that you hate because it's only going to make you stronger. Oh yeah. Listen, let me tell you something. I, uh, there are times when I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And then I'll do the show and I'll somehow get a new joke out of it. And I'll be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm glad I did yeah, that. Yeah, there's a gem and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I, I, you know, I try and like, all right, uh, uh, it's raining, it's cold. Oh, my God. I'm going to go down. You know. And then I get there and I'm like, okay. You know, I'm like, all right, this was good. This was good. I, I'm glad I did it. 95% of the time. Yeah. And then there are those times where I'm like, why am I here? Yeah, of course. That's welcome to comedy. Yeah, that's comedy one on one. Why am I here? Yeah, why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> but no. So, um, with your writing and stuff. So, what do you what, like? What, what what techniques do you like to do? Like, because you know, I always I, I I always think about like people that grew up in the tech age, with stand up. You know, like you started out when Instagram and all these uh, TikToks and all this stuff was out, which we didn't have when we started, and. What do you what do you think like because I see like a lot of these TikTokers like people are upset about Matt Rife right now, which is hilarious to me. And it's so stupid. And it's, uh, you know, like I always see these comics that build these huge followings on TikTok and they're worried about their Instagram and TikTok followers but they don't have an act to back it up when they well, hit the, the stages. Well, the thing is, though, is that I, first of all, everybody needs to remember that social media is all visual. Yeah. This ain't radio. No. Right? This is all visual. So mm-hmm. when you see a good-looking person mm-hmm. and they're making people laugh and they're like, oh, my God, he's so hot. He's so hot. He's I want to so fuck Oh, my him. God, she's so, like, she's so beautiful. Like, yeah. yeah. That's it. There, people are going to follow because of they're course. visually appealing. Yes. So either you have a very intricate, very outlandish personality that gets you mm-hmm. the views, or you have the look that gets people caught in there, be like, oh my God, he's so hot. Oh my God, he's so funny. Because inevitably, it's all visual. At the end of the day, it's visual. Yeah. That is social media. Of course. But I always have said, for me, and maybe this will change, but I would rather have Bill Burr 
ask me to open for him at like Madison Square Garden, right? Because I'm a good fucking comic. Yeah. Not because I have a hundred million followers or a million followers or this or that. Yeah. And I. I'm not good at it. Now, there are people with that many followers and that are good at it. And that is the secret sauce right there. Yeah. That's the secret sauce. Yeah. You know, Mateo Lane just got a million followers. Yes, he did. And, you know, the boy, he, he that's he's got but the- But with Mateo, he's hilarious, dude. Yeah. He's got an act. Yeah. He now has- he knows who he is. This yeah. is his persona. Yeah. Like, this is how he, like, this is, no matter where you're at, this mm-hmm. is who he is. Yep. And so, like, that's how I'm finding myself. Like, I find myself in the way that I, this is my act. This is who I am, you know? It's, this is me. And so, I like to talk about these things. I like to talk about shows and, and the things that I like, yeah. you know? Yeah, and that's how you do it. Because I don't have anything in common with gays, you know? I know. Oh. They like RuPaul's Drag Race. I like parallel parking. Good night. <laughs> I actually really love parallel parking. Really? Yeah, I think it's... <sighs> it's an art form. I love it. I grew I up in it. California, so it's it's in my sleep. Oh, I love it. You know, and Not I, a lot of people know how to do it. No. Nope. I have this joke, I've been trying to work on it, where I tell people that I love parallel parking, and one day I was walking down the street on 19th Street, mm-hmm. and this lady was having a hard time. Mm-hmm. She was backing her you know, Cadillac SUV of course. into the spot. And I knew she was having a hard time. And, you know, me being the good Samaritan, I yes. was like, do you need help, right? Obviously, I have to gay. Another time a gay has to help a woman in distress. Hello. Right? So I ask her if she needs help. And she's like, oh, my God, would you? And so I get in the car. And as I'm turning around to look there, her children are in the back seat. You should have took off of the car and and I'm like <laughs> and I lo- roll down the window and I'm like, ma'am, this is how Amber Alerts start. Okay, <laughs> we're so trusting. But I've been with working gay men. on that, right? But I've been working on that, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm like, okay, because it's a good bit. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, how it's do a- I, how do I? milk it like how do i turn it the right way okay well if you so like ma'am this is how amber alerts start but you have to set up the fact that people always trust gays yes that gays are very you know they're non-threatening even though you know they're the boogeyman right now but gays are non-threatening to women right so women will give you everything that they own like they you know i this like you could do something about how gays are non-threatening and women really trust anything like they don't question anything they don't get skeezed out when a gay man helps right because they think it's like another chick like it's like there's no threat right so if you establish that no threat right and then you could say bam this is how amber alert starts she goes how do you think i asked you to do this I hate these fucking kids, or something like that. Like, have her have the punchline. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I gotta, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, I try, when I'm writing, I try and, like, okay, I give myself an allotted time every day, and I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, I gotta, I gotta write for this much. So I'm writing. I'm writing things, mm-hmm. but then I realized I got to tack on a little bit more time to start writing out jokes. Right. Well, write out like, like for me, this is what I do. This my, I write out bullet points. That's what I do. Okay. So I have my, I use, so going back to your question for uh-huh. me, I use Google sheets. Okay. So that way, cause I can always look in my phone. Right. And then that way I, so like in my Google sheets, I have a, you know, I have a document called gathering. 
Okay. And in that document, I just have all of the bullet points. Fantastic. And then, but I got to work on finding a way to take some of those bullet points and saying, okay, how do I, where can I work this in? Right. How can I do that? And then that's where my ADHD comes in. Of course. So, so if you know the beginning, middle, and end of your joke, like, you know, the beginning of the story, the middle of the story, and the end of the story, right? Yeah. With the joke. And your bullet points, write them out, beginning bullet point, middle bullet point, you know, like points in, yeah. the, in the joke, in the, in the order that the joke goes. Yeah. That'll help. This is what I do. I write, you know, like, I'll put the joke title, like what it's about, the premise. Yeah. And I do bullet, and I do the line A, and I say the first part of the joke, what it's right. about. Then the second part, what leads to that, to that. And then that way, it's not like all written out and memorized, but it's just bullet points. So I know I have to go from this to this to this to this. And then I just talk about it in that order. And once you start getting more fluent in taking your bullet points and talking about them, like, you know, hit like sometimes I hit really tragic mics to just listen to stuff or I'll do a somebody Zoom show just to listen to it on an like yeah. audio, like on a microphone yeah. and talking and listening to the rhythm. Yeah. And then I go, OK, there it is. Or yeah. when I'm in or if I do a spot, I'll throw something in the middle that I want to try out yeah. and talk it out and I record everything audio. Yeah. And then I go home and I listen to it and I go, okay, that was great. I loved when I, that worked really well. Right. Oh, I can add this to this and then things start coming out. Right. And, and that's what I got to do. Yeah. 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 Just take right bullet points in the exact order. Like, you know, you, you got, uh, you were, saw a lady, you love parallel parking. Right. And, and get, helped a lady. And you helped a lady with parallel parking. Her kids were, her in, kids the were in the car. This is how Amber Alert starts. She goes, Why did you think I had you? Or whatever her right. tag is. Right. And she has the tag. But the premise is women trust gays way too willingly or something. Right. You know, like wh women right. find gays to, they trust them so much and they right. don't question anything. Right. So that's the premise and then that's the example, the parallel parking, the lady's yeah. car for oh, her with yeah, the kids. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you know how the story goes because you lived it. Yeah. So you know the beginning, middle, and end of the story. Yeah. Just have your bullet points. Oh yeah, points, maybe I'll try that. Yeah, and have your bullet points every, every I, tag on right, it. Because every time I try and write out the joke, I'm like, oh. Yeah, you can't. You'll go crazy. Yeah. And I can't. I can't write complete sentences when Neither I write I. because my brain moves too fast and I yeah. can't type that fast yeah. or write. Then it looks like a pharmacy prescription from a right. doctor. Yeah. And I'm like, who is this? Who, who ordered the penicillin? <laughs> Every everybody, sweetie. <laughs> oh my gay man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so try that i think yeah. that'll really help because i think you and i are a lot alike in that yeah. sense where i mean i've never been diagnosed i don't think i have 80 ADD or I anything severe yeah i ADHD. don't i can chill and sit still like a piece of furniture nope can't yeah i can now do you want to know something yes. i can sit still and relax on a park bench under a tree where the wind just blows like today when my boyfriend and I went out to Manhattan Beach, mm -hmm. we there were some like park benches mm -hmm. along the uh, the bay where all the boats were. Right, and I could just sit there for hours. Mm -hmm. That I can do because there was something about it just being so. You're by the water, right? Calming. Yeah, because like the negative ions in the water and the peacefulness of it. You're not yeah. in your apartment. When yeah. you're in your apartment, there's so many distractions. Yeah, the TV, the phone, yeah. cleaning, cooking, yeah. the bathroom, everything. You know, everything is a distraction. Yeah, and so it's kind of hard. But sometimes you have to. Like I listen to meditation at night to shut my brain off. Because I wonder if I should just find a a room at work. Yeah. That has nothing in it. Yeah, that's perfect. 
Yeah. And and like put some like soft lighting and just sit. Yeah. And just and get because I did that in my twenties. I would come home from the club, and I would just sit by myself. Yeah. In my apartment in dead silence. Yeah. For as long for hours. Yeah. Just to get to be comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. And know that I don't need to constantly fidget with something because I can't sit still or relax. So right. I forced myself and it really helped a lot. Right. And well, maybe uh, I'll work on that. Yeah, that's fun. One yeah. to grow on. Yeah. All right, before we wrap this up, I always ask my comics that come in and uh, these two questions. Question one is, is there a bit a stand-up comic has done that the, it was so funny that you go, fuck, I wish I'd written that? Michelle Wolf. Okay. I love Michelle Wolf. She's I will, adorable. I, I will open for her one day. Yes, she will. And... Uh, Michelle Wolf does this bit where she says, when God created men, he was like, oh, that's not enough. And then God created women, and he was like, oh, too much. And then God created gay men, and he was like, yeah, that's it. That's the right, that's the right, that's the, yeah, that's the right, yeah, that's the right amount. And like, when she tells it, the way she tells it is, it's, I love, there is another joke that I, a comic has done. I will not, because that comic has turned to the dark side, mm. it is, but, but it is one of my does favorite Doesn't matter what they jokes. are, if it's a funny joke, funny is funny, it doesn't matter. So, there is so a comic out there. Okay. I'm not going to say his That's name. That's okay. But there is a comic out there, and I believe he is Jewish. Okay. I think he is Jewish. Is that, is that poignant to the joke? Well, yes. Okay. Because he, uh, he this is, I mean, my God, I, and this was way even before I started. I remember seeing this comic at Gotham, and he was saying about you know he was like listen folks this isn't what I, uh, comedy isn't what I like to do for fun for fun I like to sit on the subway reading the diary of Anne Frank get up slam the book down and say what took him so long <laughs> I love dark fucked up humor there's nothing better than a and dark he, fucking joke he I, I mean, think I know was, who you're talking about yeah but I it, was, it, it is a joke that I remember to this day because yeah. it was probably, I just, it was like, okay, that's. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it yeah. is. And, and then my, and then my, what was the second question? Um, what is your favorite street joke? Every comic has street jokes. We love telling street jokes. So which one is your favorite? I heard one recently that I really love. And okay. that is, what did Jay-Z call Beyonce after he proposed. What? Fiance. <sighs> How about this? <laughs> Come on, you gotta, you gotta admit that's kind of brilliant. Say the, say the tag again. No, I'm not gonna say. Say the, the tag. Fiance. <laughs> Oscar, I fucking love you. We're going to work you on too. Caddy Queens. We yes. got to work on that. Yes. So, again, reinstate, close out. Tell us where you're going to be find this me week. On, uh, you can find me on Instagram at It's Oscar Aiden, I T S Oscar, O S C A R A Y D I N. Uh, and then I have a uh, LGBTQ Pride show this Sunday at the stand, 8 p.m. Uh, no drink minimum. Tickets are 20 bucks. 
great, you know, it's great, and uh, I would love for people to come out. That's awesome. Go see him at the stand next Sunday for Gay Pride this at not, 8 p- This Thursday. You said Sunday. Oh, sorry. It's this Thursday at Girl, 8 p.m. Girl, she's, she's, she's having a know, stroke, so she's having an LGBTQ stroke. <laughs> so go see Oscar at the stand this Thursday at 8 p.m., or if you really love me, you'll see me at the Gay and Sober convention. I will be headlining at 9.30 p.m. at the Westin Hotel in the Big Ballroom. Tickets are online at gayandsober.org. You can follow me at Christy Miller Comedy. And uh, I love you guys. Keep following and listening to Old School, New School Comedy Podcast. We're here every week. And uh, we'll we'll listen, talk, and talk shit or whatever the fuck we do next week. See you later, bitches. Hasta luego. Hola.